Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. You are tuned in to Marcus Sahaba Online and it's a beautiful, beautiful Friday afternoon. The day of Jumu'ah, dear listeners of Marqa Sahaba Online, subhanAllah, what a day today is. It's the 18th of February 2022, coinciding with the 16th of Rajab 1443. SubhanAllah. What a day it is, dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba Online. I'll tell you what. The vibes here in Lanesia is absolutely beautiful. I literally feel like crying. That's how amazing the vibes are here in Lanesia today. Why, you ask? It's um, <clears throat> because Khanka uh, is having an Islahi Ijtima. And the atmosphere is absolutely brilliant, dear listeners of Marqa Sahaba Online. Absolutely brilliant, alhamdulillah. You know, to see to see an atmosphere like this warms your heart. It really does warm your heart. You know, to see uh, youngsters. And, and I and I really loved seeing this. I, I won't even lie to you, dear listeners of Marqa Sahaba Online. Is that... Um, I went to drop my son off after school, and on my way home, I saw these two these two friends walking together with their backpacks. They were about a kilometer away from the khanka, but Subhanallah, they were on their way to the khanka, and we love to see that. It was this is this is what we must achieve. This is what we we must look to achieve, dear listeners, of Marcus Sahaba Online. You know, when you want to have, when you want good friends, when you want to find good friends, this is where you find good friends, my brothers. This is where you find good friends, dear listeners of Marcus Sahaba Online. Go to the Khanka or go to Masjid. This is where I found my I found my friends at the Masjid. Alhamdulillah, Allah Taala bless them. You know. Good individuals, and it's nice to have company. It's nice to have company that reminds you of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. It's nice to uh, connect with individuals who remind you of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. You know, and um, this is why um, you you must choose your friends well. You know, parents are always concerned about uh, choosing good friends, and you must have good friends and that sort of thing. And dear parents. You want good friends to your ch- for your children? Send them to the masjid. Trust me, they'll find they'll find the best of friends there. Inshallah, inshallah, they will find the best of friends there. But Alhamdulillah, such an atmosphere, I cannot get over it, really, and it makes you feel so warm at heart, so warm at heart, uh, to see uh, the masjid was packed today. The masjid was absolutely packed here in Extension 1. So uh, if you want that, if you want that spiritual reformation, if you want that spiritual reformation, then head over to Khanka uh, Madresa Sheikh Zakaria here in uh, Lanesia. Alhamdulillah. What a vibe. What a vibe. And uh, you know, I get so happy when I see these efforts on Dean. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept and uh, really guys whoever's around or, or let's say it, let's say it in your slang if you're in the rounds if you are in the rounds go to khanka um, go to the khanka really and you won't regret it alhamdulillah Subhanallah, dear listeners of Marqa Sahaba Online. But uh, anyways, uh, nonetheless, let's talk about what's coming up on the program. We're always excited to be speaking to this young individual, you know. And if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about spiritual upliftment, or if you want to talk about um, promoting deen, or if you want to talk about youngsters, who are passionate about teen, we can talk about this guy, Ibrahim Musa, Hafiz Ibrahim Musa, Alhamdulillah, you know, he's one of those prime examples that um, that you can, you, you all all cool kids are fun too, like, you know, sometimes you look at the cool kids and you think, nah, these guys, they're too cool, but they, Alhamdulillah, they're the ones that's close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes. Let's speak to him. We welcome him on the line. Ibrahim Musa, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Yusuf. How are you doing today, Ibrahim? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, Yusuf. I'm uh, uh, speaking to you the full thing, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, Ibrahim. You know, Hafiz Ibrahim, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting such a happy vibe today, such a positive vibe. You know, Khanka has a fantastic program, and I see the masjid, the masjid filled with youngsters, filled with new faces, and everybody there for their own islah. You know, they they there to reform. And it made me happy. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. And I just thought, I looked around the masjid a little bit, I saw Mulana Zahid Khan, and I was saying, I wonder if I'm going to see Ibrahim Musa. Any plans to come to Indonesia? Uh, inshallah, Yusuf will see us uh, probably not today, but inshallah we'll uh, see if we can manage uh, while the program goes on. Inshallah, at least benefit from some of the segments. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Well, you know what, Ibrahim, it's uh, wonderful to see, and we get really inspired. Honestly, we get really inspired when we have uh, programs like this. But uh, subhanAllah, you know, advice to youngsters. You and I have both been on a youth program together. And I think we can tell the youngsters to give it a shot. It's quite fun, you know, to get together. And you, you make the best of friends when it comes to uh, going to the masjid. You know, those who remind you of uh, those who remind you of salah, those who remind you of uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your gatherings and everything like that. And I'm, I'm sure, Ibi Musa, you you got to, you must be having all the pious friends also. <laughs> uh, probably, um, if you might be speaking about yourself there, mashallah. But uh, we, we, we try, we, we obviously that's a key element of, um, you know, keeping keeping to good company. And uh, obviously, where company is uh, not really going to be too beneficial, or there's lots of future talk. Uh, much better to get into company of uh, you know educating yourself or reading a book or listening to something beneficial. Well, definitely, Ibrahim, and uh, Alhamdulillah, uh, always good to get advice from you. But uh, one thing that we can talk about when it comes uh, to Hafez Ibrahim Musa and his in tune and is something that we are all lacking, you know, and that love, that love for Al Aqsa Mosque, that love for Palestine, is something I feel like. Sometimes, like we're lacking, you know, and alhamdulillah, you keep us up to date and you have this passion. And uh, it's so, it sort of coincides with uh, Al Aqsa week, and uh, we're going to be sharing love uh, for Al Aqsa. Tell us about Al Aqsa week, Ibrahim Musa. Uh, 
yes, yes, of this is uh, obviously uh, I've to just uh, pointed out that it's it shouldn't be taken to be uh, anything to do with uh, something uh, specified or a sunnah or any kind of uh, act that you know is expressly uh, directly spoken of uh, you know on the Islamic calendar. Uh, but having said that, uh, you know usually around this period in the month of Rajab, uh, for for a long period of time, people generally speak about uh, the Israel Maharaj, uh, and that would typically lead to programs in the masjid and so forth. Uh, on that point, it's not uh, you know concretely established that the Maharaj did take place on the 27th of Rajab. That's one opinion uh, amongst many other opinions. And even if it did occur on that particular night, this is a night that
And uh, the best way to attain that love uh, is through uh, none other than connecting with our Islamic legacy, going to what the Quran says, you know, uh, over 70 times directly and indirectly, all the stories of the Ambiya uh, tell us about this land. Uh, that's a gateway to, to love. And obviously the, the hadith make us love it further. And then all the actions of the great, uh, of the Sahaba and everybody, uh, the great Muslim conquerors who came after that all showed us how they expressed their love for Masjid al-Aqsa. So uh, that's the, the, the gateway. And once we do that, then I think we fully realize the magnitude of our responsibilities. And we've never let go of those responsibilities. And uh, you know, it wouldn't just be that emotional, uh, that shallow emotion or something uh, that only surfaces when something is occurring in the Holy Land, uh, if, it's, if it's rooted in faith, then uh, you know, it will always be, be with us. Hundred percent, Ibrahim Hussain. I know, uh, you know, we have this, we have this love for Al-Aqsa, and we have this desire. Somehow, we have this innate desire to 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 to, to visit Masjid Al-Aqsa. But Ibrahim, you know, these these events are very important, and I noticed. You know, I just want to digress a little bit today. I just want to digress. I think uh, more as far as news is concerned, just to have a bit of a discussion with our youth, because you know we want to draw our youth close to Al Aqsa. Do you feel like we should speak more about Al Aqsa in the masajid? Uh, uh, yes, most, most definitely. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think you know. Uh, again, uh, the, the way to to do that. The, the opportunities such as remembering the Isfahan Maharaj is, is ideal. Um, and and uh, one would be to recount the story. Uh, but beyond that, uh, there, there's so many you know, beautiful dimensions. And, and, and it, it ties up, again, if you're talking about youth, to, to our identity and pride in our identity, the, the Muslim identity and pride in being part of this ummah. Uh, for for example, uh, on on the, the night of Mi'raj, uh, we we see the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Um, you know, be, being uh, we we all know his status amongst creation and his status amongst Ambiya. But on that particular night, he was uh, you know we saw the the literal manifestation of him being crowned Imamul Ambiya or the the leader of the prophets. And this uh, tells us that, you know, prior to this, you had all the Ambiya of Bani Israel, uh, you know, the likes from uh, Musa alayhi salam, Dawud alayhi salam, Suleiman alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam, all of, all of them uh, you'd find uh, to be present at Masjid al-Aqsa. Uh, and this land was native to them. They were, you know, indigenous residents of this land, and they, in, in fact, frequented Masjid al-Aqsa. And then uh, when the time for imamat came, one would think, I mean, in a normal circumstance, that the person who leads, the, you know, if you have a traveler from out of town coming to a masjid and you have the resident imam of the masjid, the more rightful imam is the imam of the area. Uh, so all these people lived in the area, but Sayyidina Muhammad was given the mantle of imamat on that particular night, which then translates into a bigger point, and that bigger point is uh, just as he was crowned Imam al-Ambiya on that night, it, uh, it, it, it's a sense of, it's a, it's a cap in our, a feather in our cap, uh, in that on that night in Masjid al-Aqsa we were crowned as the best of Ummah.
you know, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, um, uh, a tangible, it was always our status, but it was now tangibly seen uh, at Masjid Al-Aqsa. And therefore, uh, somebody said beautifully recently that, uh, you know, uh, we had gained honor uh, at Masjid Al-Aqsa. Uh, this Ummah had gained honor uh, at Masjid Al-Aqsa through the events that occurred on the Isra and Naharaj. And therefore, the, the, the way back, uh, one of the ways back to restore the honor of the Muslims has to once again go back through Masjid Al-Aqsa. So this is a, a place where, where, where definitely honor is built. And then, uh, you know, through, through those uh, narrative stories are powerful, and obviously the Mi'raj is not a story, it's a, it's a real incident. Uh, you know, you, you would unpack uh, Salah, which is obviously cardinal to the discussion, and uh, you'd also in, unpack, for example, on the night of Isra and Mi'raj at Masjid al-Aqsa, this Ummah was presented, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was uh, presented with milk and, uh, milk and wine, and he chose milk, and that has also, uh, um, you know, ramifications for the temperament or the mizaj of this particular ummah. Uh, so uh, to, to talk about uh, Masjid al-Aqsa, virtues are, are, are powerful. And we saw this in the time of uh, Salaf al-Ayyubi when they uh, you know, moved over under the era of the Crusades to recapture Masjid al-Aqsa. But in the process of coming to Masjid al-Aqsa, it took many decades, uh, and people were still apathetic, like we could argue we see uh, many a time today. But what rekindled people's uh, interest in Masjid al-Aqsa was so many people wrote books on Fadail al-Quds in that period, and they had special sittings where people would gather around and read, uh, you know, 40 ahadith or different ahadith compilations purely on Masjid al-Aqsa. So I think that's a good, uh, you know, uh, action point uh, to to just connect through uh, through our ulama to these uh, hadith that purely talk about the virtues, and that uh, that just gives us a gateway to discovering Masjid al-Aqsa much more. And then obviously, you know, it's uh, Islam is not only about Masjid al-Aqsa, but once you explore these themes that are related to so many other aspects of our deen, uh, if you discover Masjid al-Aqsa and you love Masjid al-Aqsa, then inshallah it will be a, a window to loving the, uh, many other parts of the deen and practicing many other parts of the deen. And uh, again, some ulama say a beautiful thing about uh, Al-Quds, uh, or that's a more modern name, but the older name, Beitul Maqdis, which is uh, the, the the home of purity. And uh, you have the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Quddus. And uh, they say if you love and have an attachment to Beitul Maqdis, the house of purity, then inshallah you will have uh, a connection and you will also love uh, Al-Quddus, which is the most holy one and the most pure one, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this love is, is, is uh, not something trivial, it's something powerful that can stimulate and bring about so much change. SubhanAllah. Well, definitely, Ibrahim. And... <clears throat> You know, it's it's wonderful to have that passion, and we need to install it, inshallah, install it in the lives of our youth. Now, uh, we have to talk about the Natikratis as well, and it's been a tough week. It's been a tough week in terms of news and in terms of what's been happening, especially for... Um, 
in terms of of uh, uh, occupation by the Israeli authorities, and they're continuing. They're continuing with uh, their occupation. They're continuing to assault Sheikh Jarrah and other areas, and uh, they, it continues to go on unabated. Yeah, so um, I've seen um, some developments this week. Uh, for instance, uh, uh, the Imam of uh, Masjid al-Aqsa, Sheikh Ikram al-Sabri, has been uh, uh, quite often in Masjid al-Aqsa. Again, these are the people that uh, inspire us uh, just coming out of an op and having, uh, uh, having COVID and uh, despite being of such uh, an advanced age, uh, you know, uh, going out in the front, and uh, even today there was a Juma uh, Salah that they read uh, in the open in, in Sheikh Java. Um, uh, so so uh, the, the assault on Sheikh Java, we need to understand is an assault on Masjid al and And then there's all, all the other neighborhoods around Jerusalem, which is Silwan, which is Ra'as um, al-Amud, uh, and, and so many of the other areas around Al-Quds. Uh, the, 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 the daily um, characteristic of living in and out of the courts, living on the edge, um, uh, having homes uh, demolished, having houses demolished. There was a case recently of a uh, Palestinian family was out for Umrah. While they were out for Umrah, their, their home was uh, was demolished. Uh, so uh, it, it's it's no nothing different. And therefore, when we again talk about Masjid Al-Aqsa and and, and Al-Aqsa Week, uh, we 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 would obviously focus on this rich heritage, but we wouldn't be oblivious of what is happening right now around Masjid al-Aqsa and the urgent need to assist people in whichever way in these areas because they are the first line uh, of defense of Masjid al-Aqsa. So we had uh, um, Sheikh Jarrah not, not far out of the news. Uh, we also have uh, uh, the West Bank, and this is an area to focus on, uh, particularly in this year, there's a lot of uh, rumblings in the West Bank. So previously, whenever there was armed resistance, um, obviously the, the, the strong point of that comes from the Gaza Strip. But we're finding that there's a lot of dissatisfaction in the West Bank. And uh, just about a week ago, you had, uh, in, in a very brazen attack, uh, Israeli forces pulling up in civilian vehicles uh, and the kind of disguise and then uh, breaking out into a, a, a firefight or, or a bloodbath with Palestinian fighters in the city of Nablus and uh, ki- killing killing three of them, martyring three of them, uh, you know, by, by emptying something like 80, 80 bullets on them, totally... Uh, uh, the, damaged car and so forth, but what this highlights in places like Nablus, places like Janine, is great dissatisfaction with the Palestinian Authority on the one hand, uh, who is doing Israel's bidding, uh, and uh, obviously with, with Israel on the other hand, and uh, it, it, it's now boiling over, uh, which again could lead to things like an intifada armed resistance, and it's going to be much more difficult for Israel to quell because uh, 
previously they were possibly fighting only on one front, and now they've uh, lit fires in Jerusalem, uh, places like Sheikh Jabal, uh, not stable at all, uh, and you know waiting to explode at any time. And now the West Bank, which they thought they had subdued from the days of the Second Intifada, early 2000s, and after that, uh, or throughout that period, still with uh, assistance, active assistance of the Palestinian Authority, uh, they are rising. It's becoming much more militarized. Uh, so uh, all of these indications that, uh, um, for Israel at least, things are, are not looking good going forward. Uh, and, and the West Bank, uh, you know, is now reaching a boiling point from years and years of being suppressed. Well, you know, Ibrahim, uh, Hafiz Ibrahim, I was I was going to ask you this, and I didn't know if it was going to be a hard question because, obviously, you know, throughout the years, uh, when we've seen, uh, and like like you rightfully mentioned, when we've seen uh, uprising and when we've seen some sort of uh, resistance, we've always associated it with uh, Gaza. And uh, I was about to ask you that question to say why. Why are they uh, now upset? Uh, in uh, or, 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 or why is it now that uh, the West Bank uh, are being more active? And I was going to actually ask you if it's tied up to the the unreliance of the Palestinian Authority. Uh, that's definitely the case, and uh, you know the the, the the biggest thing that occurred here is uh, 1994 and the Oslo Peace Accords, so-called peace accords, which uh, you know the, the, the Israelis, um, uh, you know, said that we're going to give you Palestinians limited self-autonomy, and then after a period of a few years we can come back to the table and then we'll discuss all the big issues like refugees and the status of Jerusalem and so forth. But uh, what, what, what happened is nobody got down to discussing those big issues and uh, in fact things became much more difficult for Palestinians in places like the West Bank and Gaza, So where, whereby previously you could travel between the West Bank and Gaza. Now uh, these two areas were separated and then you created a new class amongst Palestinians uh, to uh, who might get the sense of uh, of of, uh, of pleasure in that they now have titles behind them, they have uh, buildings, they have incomes, so they seem to be uh, some you know some sort of uh, rulers and they have some sort of status, but uh, it's it's a deceptive status because uh, you you are living firstly under occupation and secondly it was an implicit part of this. That as a um, as the uh, um, you, you know the, the Palestinian Authority, you are uh, required by these kind of treaties to be able to provide security, and this is the term security coordination with the Israelis. And in in effect, you you, you become a prefect, or you become. Uh, uh, choose a South African term like the Mapoisa or, 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 or Impimpi or whatever it may be for, for the Israelis. Uh, and, uh, it's fascinating, uh, or fascinating at the same time disturbing statistics that came out a few days ago of the number of Palestinians in Israeli jails. And the statistics 
statistics said that um, there are 500 Palestinians who were um, incarcerated by the Israelis in the month of January alone, uh, which brings the total tally to 4,500. But uh, on the other hand, 55, which in, 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 in within a Palestinian uh, West Bank context is a large number, in the, in the month of January alone, Mahmoud Abbas's forces um, had uh, uh, incarcerated 55 Palestinians for political reasons alone. And uh, more interesting than that is a number of these Palestinians were those who were previously released by Israel. So you have, uh, you know, the Israelis fighting on one hand, and once you think you are free from the clutches of the Israelis who are free, uh, you have the internal threat that uh, yet again um, is cracking down. And obviously it's, it's because of this reason over the years that, uh, you know, although there's significant numbers of Hamas members, for instance, uh, in, in the West Bank, uh, you don't see the same kind of expression as the Gaza Strip because they are regularly suppressed by the Palestinian Authority, similarly for Islamic Jihad members. But the, in the greatest incident, those who were killed were in fact members of the Fatah Party and their armed wing, the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade. So uh, you, you are seeing an a internal revolt even within the Fatah Party uh, and leaning much stronger to resistance. And I think this is something that was borne out for me, um, you know, in personal interactions on the ground in Gaza, that obviously you have uh, established resistance groups with credentials such as Hamas, such as Islamic Jihad and so forth. Uh, but uh, at the same time, there's, you know, a Fatah, is part of the broad fabric of Palestinian life, and it is not the rank and file member of Fatah per se who espouses this kind of corruption, uh, but rather it is uh, you know the, the leadership uh, who have uh, who have obviously then taken control of the Palestinian Authority that espouses this, and there's a good chance that you know a younger generation of Fatah members. Uh, who, who resist anyway and who are part of the Palestinian population anyway uh, can now become much more expressive and, and put much more pressure uh, and, and uh, you know, revert or join the broader uh, fabric of resistance in a much stronger way. Well, definitely, Ibrahim Musa, and, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is the thing. It's the crux of the matter. Everybody getting involved now, and I think we should too. A wonderful initiative here in South Africa is ex- <coughs> sorry, as far as expressing our love for Al-Aqsa is concerned. And uh, we have that opportunity. It's right around our doorstep. Uh, so, inshallah, whoever's around Please, 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 let's try and get involved in this uh, activism. It's not a hard activism. We're not asking you to go out and protest. We're not asking you to uh, go, go, go pick up arms and defend Al-Aqsa. Just a little bit of protest to say, yes, we are here and we love Al-Aqsa. And Al-Aqsa is in our hearts. Ibrahim, we say Jazakallah khair to you for uh, speaking to us and making time for us. And inshallah, hopefully see you at the Khankar like in the weekend. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What a guy Ibrahim Musa is What a guy Allah Ta'ala bless him You know Fantastic individual If there's anything I must It's working uh, With the likes of individual With Ibrahim Musa You know They just They have that sort of Aura to themselves Like that sort of Spirit 
you know, it just brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It just, it just makes you want to talk about deen and it makes you love deen, you know. And um, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. It was, it's, it's, it's very nice to speak to Ibrahim Musa. And it's a fantastic reminder, you know, if you get the opportunity to meet him and you get an opportunity to interact with him, you can see that, you know. Deen, deen is not boring. Deen is exciting. And it's just when you have that right company. Alhamdulillah. What a guy he is. Allah Ta'ala bless him indeed. But right now it's time for us to talk about the main event for this weekend here in Johannesburg. I'm telling you here in Indonesia, uh, I spoke to Faisal Isup. I said, Faisal, what are we going to discuss today? And he said, you're joking, right? And we had a laugh with each other because uh, the, 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 the istima is here. The islahi istima is here. And... Uh, this this is a program you can't miss. Alhamdulillah. We have uh, from the Khanka Mulana Wadiwala on the line. We heard him not too long ago on Marcus Sahaba online. Fantastic interview. Fantastic love for Dean. Desire for Dean. We heard uh, on the breakfast show Mulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you, Brother Yusuf, and to all the listeners of Marcus Sahaba. Mulana, I'm so excited. We were at the Khanka a bit earlier. I was feeling a bit heavy coming back to work, you know, to do a bit of a program and everything. But the atmosphere at the Khanka is uh, quite buzzing right now, isn't it? Absolutely. It's really phenomenal. Alhamdulillah. You know, it's a wonderful feeling, especially like after the three years of lockdown, you know, finally Muslim <laughs> brothers together. Um, getting together and Alhamdulillah being in the company of uh, meeting each other. Uh, just, just feeling, uh, you know, I, uh, I don't know how to put the word. Like you, you know, you put the word buzzing, and there's that, no other way to show our happy, like ecstatic at the moment. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Hopefully, we make, we make do Allah make uh, as we go further along with the program. Allah make it even better and uh, more, Allah grant even more ruhaniyat, spirituality, and Allah grant us even more acceptance, inshallah. I mean, I mean, definitely, Mulana, and I saw, uh, you know, I was taking a drive, I was telling the listeners about earlier, I was taking a drive uh, past the Khanka, and I saw something very refreshing, two friends walking towards the Khanka, they were about a kilometer away, and they were walking oh, towards the Khanka with their backpacks, you know, and it gave me that warm feeling and that example of friendship and what friends do, and this is things that friends can do uh, together also, you know, as a group, you get your crew, you go to the Khanka, and how, how does one go about, if there's a listener listening now and he's listening with his friends and say, you know what guys, let's go. How do they come, Mulana? What what do they do? Where do they go if they want to come stay at the Khanka this weekend? Uh, Alhamdulillah, if they just come to the Khanka, uh, look, uh, uh, we, we, we've got uh, sleeping accommodation, so all they have to do is just bring their bedding. Uh, Alhamdulillah, the meals will be provided. So, uh, and inshallah, we, so we also have our physical food. Alhamdulillah, we come for the Rouhani food, which is the programs and sitting in the company of the Salihin, mm. listening to Dini advisors, <coughs> not listening to Dini advisors, which will, inshallah, make us progress in Dini. But we also look after the physical body as well. So, Alhamdulillah, meals will be fully provided. Uh, if you want extra, there is a tuck shop. Uh, but, uh, and Alhamdulillah, uh, in the market area, um, we've got a uh, complete lecture uh, uh, the masjid in the madrasa and we've, we've dedicated that entire area for sleeping. If anybody wants to come, they more than welcome. We also have the bottom and the top section of the masjid at the back for extra sleeping area if they need eyes. Uh, alhamdulillah, more so the reason why we use the madrasa for the sleeping is for security reasons. 
You know, so when people come and we, uh, when it's Salah times and then, then we just lock the sleeping area up so everybody can go for the program and you don't have to worry that, you know, any of your goods or anything might come missing on, you know, the song. Definitely. But definitely. Uh, Alhamdulillah, you know, at the moment, as the Hankai, it's really, really amazing. Uh, inshallah, if they can, the next program will start at Asar, come after Asar, and then we'll continue till Isha. So even if people are working or whatever, whatever time they have available, they can come through tomorrow, Saturday, the same. And Sunday morning, inshallah, the Ijtima will continue till Sunday morning till about uh, 7, 8 o'clock after Ishraq. Jisab will make the final du'a. Mm-hmm. And thereafter, we'll have breakfast and then everybody can go home, inshallah. I mean, I mean, subhanAllah. I feel like crying. I'm just so close, uh, but I'm at work. But, uh, subhanAllah. <laughs> no problem. Late in the evening, inshallah. The vibe is absolutely beautiful. Alhamdulillah. Absolutely Alhamdulillah. wonderful work. The ulama are absolutely approachable as well, you know. And uh, this is the thing. This is what I love about the Khanka. Everybody is approachable. So if you have any questions and you, you want to make that Islam, you want to try and get closer to Deen, it's a really fantastic atmosphere. And uh, Mulana. <clears throat> you know, and the, the beauty of it all is, like, here it's not just so much uh, people who are attached to the Hanka. It's mm-hmm. for everyone. Gee. And the majority are people from outside. So, you know, they, 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 they're just meeting your Muslim brother, meeting people that you've met. Sometimes uh, I met a friend yesterday that I haven't seen for the last 20 years, although we both mm-hmm. live in men, and we were in school together. <laughs> so, you know, like that, alhamdulillah, you get to meet uh, people who are around, you get to meet Muslim brothers. You get that feeling of being. And uh, that encourage you know, we sort of encourage each other. SubhanAllah. And that's why, even if you, uh, I, I'm not sure, but um, even if it is for youth, you, I want to make a special appeal that the youth, you've got nothing to do, come hang out at the Khanqa, at, at the inshallah. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. And this is where you pick up, this is where you pick up good friends. This is where yes, you pick absolutely. up that worthwhile friends, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you'll, you'll meet someone and he'll have a friend with him. Don't worry, I'm a Molana, I, I, I have no problem if uh, Waila Bayani is on, you listen a little bit, and then you can go chow, and then you can go play, no problem, you can play soccer, anything, no problem. But as long as they're in that environment, the effect of the environment of being with Muslim brothers, uh, Alhamdulillah, you're performing your Salah with Jama, all of that comes in, and it brings you closer to Deen and closer to Allah. SubhanAllah, absolutely beautiful. Uh, Molana, we say Jazakallah khair to me for making time for us. I know Molana is absolutely busy there as well. It must yeah. be quiet. I just need to ask a small question. I was feeling a bit guilty about this. Was anybody's stomach paining after lunch? Oh, no, Alhamdulillah, the lunch was excellent. I think maybe paining for, for, because of overeating, but otherwise, <laughs> Alhamdulillah, everybody seemed to have enjoyed the lunch. And, uh, 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 you know, like right now, there's no program, so everybody's just having the key and sort of like, uh, you know, chilling. You're going to put that away. Yeah, definitely. You know why I'm asking? Because uh, after after Salah, and I was walking towards my car, and I got a whiff of that, uh, that uh, dig, and I was like, wow, it's smelling good. Alhamdulillah. Why didn't you join us, man? Why didn't you join us? Why don't we say Jazakallah for making time for us, and inshallah, we wish you all the best. We'll probably get a report quite soon. Okay. Inshallah also, just uh, if I may say a last word, this is an open invitation on behalf of myself and the whole Khanka, our Sheikh Munayi Saksap and the entire Khanka, for every listener that um, please avail yourself of coming to the Ijtima. It, is from, it has already begun today, but it will end, end today, tomorrow, and it will end on Monday uh, after Fajr Isharaf with the last program. So this is a personal invitation to each of the listeners. Please to attend. For the ladies, Alhamdulillah, we have um, on livemasjid.com. So they can go on to livemajid.com 
see the link to the Hanka Majid Sheikh Zakaria. Inshallah, they too, if they're at home, they too can listen to the programs, inshallah. Amin, amin. Ladies and young women, inshallah. Well, we say jazakallah khair to you, Mulana, for uh, making time for us. And inshallah, hopefully, I'm, I'm not too sure if we'll bump into each other at the masjid. It's quite... <laughs> inshallah, we will, we will, I hope. We will, I hope. Jazakallah khair, Mulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What an atmosphere it is at the Khanka, guys, whoever's there. Take your crew, take your friends, even if you're not going to sleep there, even if you're going to just go for a couple of hours, just go see what's happening, go see what's cutting, go to the Khanka this weekend. Alhamdulillah, absolutely brilliant indeed. But Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah.